When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jenna Jacoby is presented by Allstate. Get protected from mayhem this year when you switch and save with Allstate. He is Jalen Rose. I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that we do? What's up? And get a people! What they The people wanted to see Aaron Judge hit his 61st home run, and the people had to wait. Last game, he got pitched around. This game, he was getting pitched around. And then, with the score tied 3-3 in the seventh inning, Judge went deep. Jalen, what did you think about this historic moment? Oh, shout out to his mom. It was a laser shot. I would have hoped that it was like, more of a rainbow booming shot. What? It goes like, a- you got absolutely. Notes. That's what I was hoping you got for. Notes. Yeah, 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 because it, it is anticlimactic. You what? know, the fan misses a tough catch. People are on the fan. That's a tough no, catch. A tough catch. Did you want to fall down? I'm not catching yeah, the home run ball. I'm not doing that. Right. You're right. Exactly. And so look, if it get hit in the stands. Then you get to see the fans celebrate, and then you go through the histrionics of the team and him trying to get the ball back, and then the fan potentially trying to sell the ball in the future as an auction item, that type of thing. But to hit it in the the, the dugout, and they just return the ball, this is anticlimactic. Now, I'm happy for him. Jalen, Jalen. I'm supposed to be the negative guy in this relationship. Like, you're you're the positron and I'm the negatron. <laughs> like, the idea that you have notes on this, my man hit 61 home runs. A lot of notes. Bet on himself. Does a lot not of have notes. a contract next season. And you're going to go negative on this? Well, now for the positive. The positive okay. is he's an incredible baseball player that deserves $500 million. And if you look in the rearview mirror of home run hitters, Ain't nobody on his heels. Like, he's in a class right now in the game solely by himself. Yep. Now, let's just talk about the history of baseball. It's great that it's happening, and it's and it's also it's, it's going to be heightened because it's a member of the Yankees. The yep. most storied franchise, 27 championships. Roger Maris played there. He's the initial person that has 61. His son was talking about it after the game. And I understand there's a little pain and bitterness about the fact that their family and many in baseball either know and or feel that people that surpass 61, um, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds, likely had enhancements and or quote unquote cheated in order to surpass the mark. And people don't want to uh, acknowledge that. But however, when you look at this list, look at that. this is the seventh most home runs ever hit in the season. If you think about that context, we are saying the American League record. Yeah. But in theory, 
He has a lot more to go if he wants the overall record. And keep that up there for one second. I'm not accepting any Barry Bond slander. That's no. 73 that's is the record. strong. That, that's strong. That's the record. That's and the record. I watched his entire career, literally, from when he was with Pittsburgh to the Giants. Not only was he a gold glove, could steal bases, but Barry Bonds is the most game-changing offensive weapon in the modern-day history. I saw him get walked with the bases loaded in a playoff game. And when he was hitting his 73, I remember feeling like, man, they throwing Mark McGuire watermelons up there. Like, he's breaking the walk record and the home run record in the same year. So shout to Aaron Judge. He bet on himself. It's great for baseball. It gives us a, a, a headline to discuss. And you know yep. what else is incredible? He's not a one-trick pony. He's actually going for a triple crown. The yep. man is going currently for a triple crown. So when you watch him play the other day and he shows patience at the plate and he accepts four walks, I appreciate that from a guy that's still going to hit 61 home runs. And Miguel Cabrera of my Tigers was the last person, I believe the second person in the modern day era to actually have a triple crown. Let's not ignore that he's also in line to try to go for that as well. What an impressive season. You make great points. And before we move on, I just want to discuss as I'm a mama's boy, you're a mama's boy. I love how his mother was yep. a part of this moment. You know what I mean? Like, I love that so much. That made yeah. me so happy. Shout to Judge and the entire Judge family. And he is about to be a very handsomely compensated baseball player. That's the part that makes me the happiest. Moving on to tonight's football game. We got a good one on Thursday night. Log in to Amazon. You're going to need to see this. But let's start with the Bengals side of the ball. One of the problems they've had ever since Joe Burrow got there was protecting him. And thus far, it has led to them starting one and two. What do they need to change tonight against the Dolphins who blitz a lot? Well, well you stated the, the, the exclamation point every time we watch the Bengals is can they keep their quarterback upright? He led them to yep. the Super Bowl. And in doing so, he overcame historic sack numbers to win playoff games. As you now start this season and those numbers continue to heighten where he's being hit, where he's being pressured, where he's being sacked, that's going to take a toll on him to the point where he's going to get injured. And so that's the first thing they need to do is protect their quarterback. The second thing is create some run balance. Turn around and be able to hand the football off to Joe Mixon and take some pressure off of that line, allow them to run block and hopefully blow the defensive line off the ball. But I will say this. Don't be surprised if Chase has a huge game. Mm. Like, the one thing about great players, and you and I was betting on him to get a touchdown every game last oh, I'm year. tonight. Don't be Same surprised thing. if he gets two tonight. <laughs> exactly. Don't be surprised when he gets two of those things tonight. But I want to also talk about the Dolphins, if this is cool. So, I like the cheetah trash talk to Eli Apple. Eli mm -hmm. earned the opportunity along with the Bengals to talk trash because that's what you get when you win. But this is a new season. The Cheetahs on a new team. But I have to say this, and I was watching the game extremely close with all of my goggles. <laughs> Didn't Tua hit his head the, on the ground? How did he come back in the game? Concussed. And he came back in the second like, half. Like, 
like, like, like, seriously. Like, he fell, he fall, he gets pushed. He yep. falls down. He hits his head on the ground. Like, literally, watch this. That, that could have been a penalty, by the way. So, well, he hits his head it on was. the ground. Watch this entire thing. It was, now, look. That ain't a bad whoa, back. Whoa, whoa, Okay? <laughs> that, that ain't a bad back. You know what I mean? And I thought that there were people that were monitoring this from not only the league in a health perspective, but for the team. You have to protect that man from himself. You clearly see that that's not a, a quote-unquote back injury. And so for him to be possibly playing three, four days later, it's incredible when I think about growing up watching football, understanding the toll that it takes on their bodies, and thinking, man, they need these six days to recover. Mm-hmm. Now they got him playing Sunday, Thursday, basically after he looks like he was concussed. It's incredible what they endure and put their bodies through as NFL players. So you mentioned earlier the back and forth between Tyreek Hill and Eli Apple, and those two do have a history. But one thing we don't have is a history of Tua sort of getting involved and opening his mouth and causing controversy. And he did exactly that when he talked about Hill and Apple. Here's what the quarterback of the Dolphins had to say. You know, if Tyreek is matched up with him and and we call a play for Tyreek and it's one-on-one, I'm, I'm giving Tyreek a shot. Just know that he is getting the ball. Interesting. I'll have my eyes on that tonight. And of course, Tua is talking, but there's a lot of focus on Joe Burrow as well. And my guy, my new favorite head coach, who I feel like I went to high school with, Mike McDaniel, he spoke about Joe Burrow. And here is what McDaniel had to say. Um, Well, from coming off the bus, I see swag. And then on the field, which, yeah, I, I, I have a a sound place in my heart for that. Um, but I really respect guys that come out, um, take all that hype, and um, do justice by it or exceed it. Complimentary words from my guy McDaniel. Jalen, what do you think? We love Mike McDaniel. I can't wait to go to a Dolphins game and go meet him in person. We love Joe Burrow. And look at Joe Cool, the modern-day Namath that doesn't play in New York City. You know what I'm saying? Look at him with his buffaloes on. Y'all give it to him, Joe. Buffaloes. Give it to him, Joe. Yeah. But but here's what I want to say. As Jalen and Jacoby, the foremost authority on forward thinking and retiring words, we retired the word SWAG on this show a long time ago when it became mainstream when it became mainstream and you know what else you know what else i want to retire that i want to talk to you about the gritty is gone mainstream oh yeah the gritty yeah the gritty's over the gritty's over the gritty is absolutely over oh my god oh my goodness over over this reminds me like what epmd said keep the crossover we were trying to keep rap music you know what i'm saying uh, it, it, it's in, over. It, it, for the culture. And then all of a sudden, people realized how beautiful the music was and how it sold products and how it now is the authority on style and fashion. But once things hit mainstream and blow up, kaboom! I can't watch a commercial without seeing somebody doing the gritty. 
Gritty's you know what over. I mean? The so gritty's I, over. The I, only gritty I appreciate. The only gritty I respect is the Philadelphia Flyers mascot. That's the only gritty that I will acknowledge. It is time for soft move or boss move. <laughs> Now, Mac Hollins is not a household name. He is a wide receiver on the Raiders, and he is an eccentric. However, this eccentric had eight receptions and 158 yards last week against the Titans, and he got picked up from every waiver wire in every fantasy league. However, Mac Hollins has something else in his locker that you would not expect. Let's listen to the wide receiver. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Never forget where you came from, man. Yeah. You know, never, never forget where you came from. Yeah, Chicken's I love it. It's the best ramen. flavor, right? It's the only flavor. Um, yeah, I'm a big ramen guy. You throw um, anything out there? Nah, just the, just the powder. Crush it up. Two packs. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big broth guy, so I'll have like a little more liquid. Realistically, I don't know the last time I had vegetables. There is so much to unpack there. But first of all, my man has not just like a couple ramens. He's got a big box full of boxes, full of boxes of ramen. Jalen, soft move or boss move, keeping like 100 ramens on deck. Ramens, period, on deck is a boss move. Anybody that act like that it isn't, clearly hasn't lived that life. And you know he said a word that's music to my ears. Broth. You, how many times do you hear me say that during, when we're ordering stuff? I'm always trying to order something with some broth. G give me broth. a miso soup, a chicken noodle soup. Give broth. me, broth give me something. Broth Absolutely. Gang. No I'm a, doubt. I'm but committed I, but to I gotta broth. ask you this. You know what else you committed to? What about that Kirkland life? Don't you like the fact that he was buying in bulk? Oh, buying bulk, buying bulk. Like that one that he picked up, that was just one of his many pallets that he has of ramen. I love <laughs> Mac Hollins so much. Forget Devontae Adams, Derek Carr. It is Mac Hollins season. Jalen, Steve Nash said something really interesting about Ben Simmons. Something that I was surprised to hear come out of his mouth. We will tell you what that is right after this. You're watching Jalen and Jacoby. Jump shot don't look right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Coming to you live above the Heineken Riverdeck here at the Seaport in New York City. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, it looks like Ben Simmons will actually play basketball for the Brooklyn Nets. There's been so much discussion about whether or not he wants to shoot, where he shoots from. There's so much talk about this when you hear about Ben Simmons. And head coach Steve Nash addressed it and had a really interesting thing to say. Very, very unique. That's, that's what makes Ben great. That's why. You know, uh, I don't. I don't care if he ever shoots a jump shot for the Brooklyn Nets. You know, he's welcome to. Uh, but that, that is not what makes him special, and not what we need. He's a great compliment to our team, and he's an incredible basketball player because of his versatility. I don't care if he ever shoots a jump shot, Jalen. What? What? 
So let me talk to you about the psyche of a human being and an athlete. It doesn't matter how old you are. There are two things everybody does when they walk into a basketball gym. One, you dribble the ball. Second, you shoot the ball. I don't care how old you are. And on every level, the free throw line is still 15 feet away from the basket. The geometry of how they're going to use Ben Simmons is going to be different. I've been saying this since he got there. He's going to basically play small ball five. So now, unlike Philly, he's not going to be the primary initiator of their offense at the top of the floor. Mm -hmm. So now when you move him to the wing or you move him to the baseline, he becomes a screener, he becomes a roller, he becomes a secondary passer and or creator. But more importantly, he's around the basket, so he becomes a finisher. Mm -hmm. But here's what you should never do for any athlete, in particular a basketball player. This is like telling a cornerback, all you got to do is cover and get interceptions. You don't have to tackle. At some point, the other team is just going to run the ball at you. And so what you do for Ben Simmons is not not succumb to the fact that he isn't a shooter. You nurture that part of his game to try to give him confidence to improve it, not relegate him to just, okay, he's not going to do it, and I'm okay with that. Because everybody thinks about the shots outside of the paint. Those are going to be available sometimes, and you have to take them, number one. But those ain't the only shots in basketball. You know what else is a shot? A free throw. Those are also shots. Yeah. And you want him to make and attempt shots outside of the paint for confidence during the game so that when he goes to the line, he has confidence to step up and make them. And I don't care who's on the court. I don't care if it's KD. I don't care if it's Kyrie. You know what people do? Play the percentages. So therefore, we're going to funnel KD late. We're going to funnel Kyrie late. And we're going to make sure who ends up with the ball, Jacoby. Ben Simmons. Ben, ben Simmons. Simmons. They're going to give That's him open 15 works. footers, and he needs to take them and make them. It's 15 feet from the basket. You know what I mean? Like, 10-year-olds are hitting this shot. And if I'm Steven Nash, I'm not saying I don't care if he ever shoots the ball. If I'm Steve Nash, I'm saying I've seen him in practice. He's knocking them down. I have confidence in him and his abilities to do so, and I look forward to him doing so this season for the Brooklyn Nets. It's that simple. And that's what I would do if I was the head coach. But one head coach that always tells the truth is Greg Popovich. And when he was talking about this upcoming Spurs season, he may be a little bit too honest. Here's what he had to say. I probably shouldn't say this, but I'll say it anyway. What the hell? Nobody here should go to Vegas with the thought of betting on us to win the championship. He said no one should bet on us to win the championship. Jalen, I love, I just love how honest and open he is. But my question for you is, how much longer do we have the honor of seeing Greg Popovich on the sidelines for an NBA team? So I have a thought experiment that I just want to put out there. Imagine what the betting odds would be, since that's what we're talking about. If Coach Pop ends up coaching the Brooklyn Nets, 
and they still have KD and Kyrie. We go to Vegas and bet on that, wouldn't we? Mm-hmm. And so I'm just gonna put that out there with three dots. Because as I watch Greg Popovich at this point of his career, only two things come to mind. Lottery or retirement for the Spurs. And so if he wants to continue coaching, I just gave you a destination to watch if it's not San Antonio. The second thing I want to say, these all-time greats like Pop who have so many great championships, and let's acknowledge what the Spurs accomplished under Pop. Yep. Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili, Kawhi Leonard, Bruce Bowen, playing D, shooting threes. Like, that era of Spurs basketball, they were like a drafted super team because three of those guys going to the Hall of Fame and Kawhi going to be the fourth along yep. with their coach. There ain't many championship conglomerates that have won like they won and have that many Hall of Famers and an all-time great coach. Well, Jalen Rose, Brett Favre is a Hall of Fame quarterback, but he is now in the Hall of Shame, and we will give you more reasons why right after this. A week from today, the NBA preseason is on ESPN. Look at this doubleheader. It all starts at 7.30. Make sure you tune I'll in. I'll be there. Jalen, every day on this program, we recognize what? The fact that Brittany Griner is still wrongfully detained in Russia. Now 224 days. And unlike her college coach, Kim Mulkey, we're going to wish her a speedy, safe return to the United States. Jalen, earlier we've discussed that Brett Favre colluded with a politician to funnel funds towards Southern Mississippi volleyball program, and now it gets even worse. His charity, Favre for Hope, gave $130,000 to Southern Mississippi's Athletic Foundation. Favre for Hope is supposed to help disadvantaged and cancer patients, but now he's funneling it to his daughter's college. This is shameful. And to do this to some of the poorest people that we have in the United States of America who need that funding, who need that support in order to survive at a place currently that has warning, warn, running faucet water that basically resembles oil. And so for not only him to be involved in this, but the politicians that he was emailing and texting and to all of the people who allowed this behavior to take place should all be arrested. I'm looking forward to seeing how law enforcement takes care of this Brett Favre scenario. Stay tuned. I love that angle. I want to see law enforcement get involved and I want him to pay for this. We always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is doing podcast exclusive content for our podcast audience. Jalen, you mentioned this during the television portion. What up, And Doug? I'm glad you did, because this is something that's been on my heart. This is something I've been thinking about every Sunday when I watch NFL football. I got you. I got how are we you, still family. doing the gritty in 2022? We... Like, how are we still doing the gritty in 2022? I got you. How is this happening? I got you, family. And so here's, when you get a chance, Jacoby, look up in the studio. Um, can you please acknowledge some of the things that uh, we have retired? 
for Jalen oh, and man. Jacoby's show. Um, Paws is retired. Swagger is retired. Shift is retired. Bust is retired. And Swag. Swagger. And each of those obviously has a story to tell. Now, let me tell the story of the gritty. So, like rap music or anything else, I want to make sure I acknowledge the origin of it. Shout out to the originators of the gritty. Invented by Louisiana's Alan Davis. Coincidentally, he's a friend of Jamar Chase. Mm. The person that created the gritty is from Louisiana, and he's a friend of Jamar Chase. He wanted to create his own rhythmic dance after he was inspired by the nay-nay craze in the 2010s. So shout to Alan Davis. And like so many people who have contributed to what I'm gonna call the hip hop culture, like, like they, they should be saluted and celebrated. Like I, I think like a grand, Grandmaster Flash, for example, a guy that created scratching. Just think, of, he was the, he created scratching. You know what I'm saying? Do you realize how many records people have done that on? Do you realize how many artists have used that? You realize how many DJs have been able to take that to a whole nother level? Like, we should know his name like Tommy Matola or like one of these record execs. Like, his name should be on the Interscope building for what he contributed to hip hop. You see what I mean? Yep. And so I wanna make sure I pay homage to the creator of the gritty because the dance is dope. Let me just say that. Clip this for me because I wanna post this because the dance is dope. But however, just like swag, once it starts to get to the White House and I see po politicians start saying it and it gets to the suburbs and every family has parents that think they're cool because they're saying swag <laughs> and kids all of a sudden think they're cool because they're saying swag. At some point it gets away from hip hop culture and now it becomes mainstream. And when things become mainstream, you have to be careful because a lot of times they get it gets mass produced. You know what I mean? Almost like before when, do you realize the nutrients in vegetables and fruits aren't what they used to be, Jacoby? Mm -hmm. Like there was a time where you could eat an apple and it would be the equivalent of nutrients 25, 30 years ago of eating, you'll have to eat nine today to get those nutrients from that same one apple that you can eat in the 80s. So why is that? Because then things weren't being mass produced. They were actually plant seeds, grow things, allow them to take time to grow, and then they'd serve them. Now, everything's happened day, today, today, today. Plant it, use it today. And so what ends up happening is you don't get the nutrients. So now back to the gritty. It lost the nutrients. It's in mainstream it America. Now all of a sudden, and now all of a sudden it's on every commercial 
And and I want to say this also. People that look like you and people that look like me think they're now cool if they can try to do the gritty. Like, like yo. It, like, like, hey, mainstream America, there are other dances that we do in hip-hop. You know what I mean? Like, practice those. The gritty officially deserves to be retired, and I'm going to make sure we do that. I was surprised to see the gritty this season. I thought last season killed the gritty. You know what I mean? Like, I really thought, I was like, when I saw Starcita week one, I was like, we're still doing this? Like, we're, we're still doing that? And I knew the gritty was officially over when my nine-year-old son started doing it. I was like, okay. If it got to Quincy Jacoby, then we're good. Like, it, it's, it's over. If the nine-year-olds are doing it in New York City public schools, it's over. It is officially over. But, but I like got to say this. I want like, to recognize. I want like to recognize Jamar Chase and that LSU championship team because that when 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 I saw that dance back then, I was like, I don't know what this is. This is amazing. This is awesome. This team is on fire. They've got their own thing. They've they've got their own thing, their own culture that they that they're bringing to us, and it, it looks cool and different. It is no longer cool and different. It is everywhere. Like like Bill Russell's number, and I'm going to stand on the table about this. I can't wait to say it on Thursday when we have our preseason game. Out of sight, out of mind with the number. Each team need to hang a Bill, a Bill Russell number six in the rafters in their arena. That should happen. So two people clearly are, are grandfathered in to continue to do the gritty. Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. They're grandfathered in. If they choose to do it, we have to bow down and pay homage because they are part of the inventors. They're originators. That's like, that's just like Ray Jackson wearing black shoes and black socks. Like he's grandfathered in to do that. You know what I mean? He could do that anytime he gets ready. And so here's another thing I want to say. You know what? I'm glad that just came out of my mouth. I was looking on the internet the other day. Really? And I saw that... I saw that Nike's gonna re-release the Harachi shoe for like the third or fourth time. And so here's what I wanna say to Nike. Even if you don't wanna support Chris Jalen and Juwan, Jimmy King and Ray Jackson deserve gear. They deserve a check. They both work with young people, raise a coach that oversees not only a team, but a program. Can we get Nike to actually send Ray Jackson what he needs for his program. You know what I mean? Like, like, like y- y'all been making money off that man's back now 30 plus years. Can y'all mm-hmm. at least support Jimmy King's Fab Five camp? Yep. You know what I mean? Jimmy King does a Fab Five camp every year. Can, y- can, y'all, can y'all make them ambassadors, please, and get them a check? They've earned it 30 years in the making. I completely agree. Big shout out to Jimmy King. And Ray Jackson, two of my favorite people. Um, <clears throat> I, I, something you brought up during the TV show, I want to shed some more light on during the podcast exclusive. Like we gotta come for Brett Favre's head. You know what I mean? Like, it, 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 like it, it's not. I don't want the bad press to be the punishment. You know what I mean? I don't want it to be like, oh, he his name was shamed and and he got a little slap on the wrist or whatever. Like, I want to see this man in jail. Like, these, these, these are crimes. Crimes. And the victims are, are, are and, some of the most underprivileged people in our, in our nation. 
you know, one of the things um, I started to like recognize as I started to grow up and mature and just try to be a better person, try to be a better citizen, just try to act my age, not my shoe size, so to speak, is acknowledging to me those who are willing to make decisions to hurt other people. Mm. And I look at them different. It's one thing if you're gonna do bad decisions and the it affects you only. You know what I mean? But when yep. it starts to affect other people and masses of people, like Brett Favre, what he did affects not only hundreds and thousands of people right now, but for generations to come. Like this is not just he took the money and now all of a sudden they can repay the money and everything's good. No, 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 no. This is the poorest per capita uh, uh, place in the United States of America. So that means they actually need it more than everybody else. And so to take from them, and let me just say this another thing. Is he from there? Yes. You're doing this in your hometown? Like, hey. like dog, oh, can you imagine Jalen Rose trying to steal from the city of Detroit? There's two things that bother me so much is when religious institutions and charities misuse their funds. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it, it's, you, you have a charity that is supposed to help underprivileged people and cancer patients, and you're using that money that you raised from people that thought they were giving to a charity that was helping underprivileged people and cancer patients, and you're, 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 you're helping a college's volleyball program? Like, and religious institutions too. People, people give money to whatever it is, church, synagogue, whatever it is, and they think that that money is going to sort of help other people in religion. And I'm the most pious person in the world, but when those funds are misused, it's just disgusting to me. It's absolutely disgusting to me. And that's what I Brett Favre's out here doing. Whether it's $1 or 130000 just it just really bothers me. Like, people gave you money and thought they were helping cancer patients and underprivileged people. And you turned around and gave that money to Southern Mississippi Volleyball Program. What? What? David Jacoby. He's a Hall of Fame football player. He had an opportunity over his illustrious career to make as much money as possible during those years. As a retired athlete, I saw him do commercials, endorsements, still doing appearances, I'm pretty sure doing autographs, signings, all of that. And you're still trying to take money from your hometown so that your daughter can benefit volleyball-wise by getting them a new gym? Jacoby, I'm the founder of a charter high school. This is our 12th year. Our basketball team has never played a home game. It's crazy. I took over an elementary school and converted it into a high school, which means we have an elementary-sized gym. And in order for us to get a gym, the money ain't gonna come from the state. The money's gonna come from me writing and or raising 12 to $15 million for it to happen. And you know what I ain't gonna do and haven't done the last 12 years? Do something that ain't honorable to make it happen. Mm. I want that more than anything, but well. I would never, 
never steal from anybody, especially my hometown, and especially those that are already impoverished. These people are already poor. They're already poor. It's just well, a disgrace. Jaylen, and it, he wanted to hey, he he need to he need to go sit down a couple of days behind bars. He That's does. what I'm throwing out there. He does. He needs to sit down a couple of days. I'm yeah. going to say something that I can say on the podcast exclusive that I probably shouldn't. I love Brett Favre as a player. I love his passion. I love his enthusiasm. He just seemed like so charismatic and fun to be around. But when he sent an unsolicited picture of himself to that young lady and I saw that picture, I knew his decision making was off. Like, dog, you got to put yourself in a better light than that. Come on, Brett Favre. If you're going to be sending people <laughs> pictures of yourself, you got you to look better than that. Come on, Brett. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Come I remember on. that. Come well, it's probably on, cold that day. Probably was cold that day. That's like, a little chilly. <laughs> Come on, Brett. What kind of response are you expecting to get from that, Brett? outside. Come on, Brett. What are you doing, Brett? Someone need, to, someone need to give him some lessons, man. I do hope that he sits behind bars for a while on that one. Jaylen? And Touch just mentioned that he had on Crocs. Can I throw something out there real quick? I got to tell y'all the pod exclusive. I'll be 50 in January. I have some Crocs takes. I'll be 50 in January. And let me tell y'all something. I watch people that are my age. Whether they are former athletes, whether they're just um, friends, family members, whether they're just members of society. I pay attention to people my age. And what does that mean? I'm paying attention to how they look, their health, their body, all of that. And you know what I say to myself? I ain't trying to look all crazy <laughs> at my age. <laughs> um, when you're young, here, here goes some game I want y'all to pick up when I'm putting down. I ain't, I ain't trying to when look all crazy. When you're young, Jacoby. Nah, dog. Nah, dog. Especially when you're a former athlete. I ain't going to name no names, but I, I'm around people that either work in the media or fans. Remember, I'm at games all of the time. I'm at games all of the time. So I hear what fans say when they see another athlete that's retired and out of shape. I, I hear what they say about them. And the first thing I think to myself, they ain't gonna be saying that about me. And another thing, that ain't, when you're young, right? People base that on how your face looks and your age. But when you're old, people base your youth on your body. You see anybody in their 50s, you see somebody in their 60s and they in shape, the first thing people gonna say is they look good. Mm -hmm. Because they're in shape. And so don't be looking for Jalen Rose to be wearing no Crocs. Don't be looking for me to dress like I'm a a member of the 80s media. Don't be looking for me to be sporting no gray heads, gray hair. Like I ain't, I'm not gonna be able to do it. These 13 gray hairs that I got, I'm gonna touch them. I'm gonna touch them. Y'all ain't getting this salt and pepper Jalen right now. Y'all gonna be waiting. Embrace it. Y'all gonna be waiting. Embrace the salt and pepper, dog. Embrace it. No, 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 no. Let me tell tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you what I'm embracing. Being fly. That's what Look, I'm embracing. Salt pepper is fly. Look at my hair. You know, you see that? You see that? <laughs> well, all the well, salt. Here, well, here's Very the thing. <clears throat> Let me tell you a secret. 
Let me tell you a <laughs> let me tell you a secret. Only like 8% of my hair is gray. So that's why I'm like, I might as well touch it. If like 50% of it was gray, then I wouldn't fight it. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's like, I look at it, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm like those 13, I'm hitting them. Ta 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 ta. You know so what I'm saying? If you see me like. Eventually, you can't fight against it. Like, eventually, you're going to lose the war, but right now, correct. you're still fighting. Yeah, correct. like, eventually, you're going to have correct. to succumb correct. to it. Because I, I think I love a distinguished gentleman look. Just, but right yeah. now, it's doable. I understand what you're saying. You're like, if no. only, like, if there's only, like, no. few of them, you can get them touched. But I also want to no. say to people, people literally ask me this all the time, is Jalen Rose hair fake? And I'm like, I don't even know what to tell you. Like, like I don't even know what to tell you. There, there's no, nothing fake about that, man, except the fact that he touches a few right. gray He on TV every day. You know what, Jay? Right. I want to tell you something. Yeah, I just one thing I'll never do is I'll never put a pair of Crocs on my feet, and let me tell you why. As you get older, you care more about the way your clothes feel than they look. You know what I mean? Like, I love me some Lululemon because it feels so good on me. And I, everyone tells me that Crocs feel so good. I'm terrified to put my foot into one of those because I know the second I do, I'm going to love it. I'm going to absolutely love it. And that's, that's why I will never do it. I will never... I will never put my foot in Crocs. I will never do it because I know I'm gonna love it. I know I'm gonna love it. It's just heroin for your hey, feet. Hey, let me let, let me let me tell you something. That goes back to the conversation I'm just having. Good luck seeing me looking and wearing Crocs and dressing like I'm 75 years old and I need soft shoes. I'm good. Uh-uh. Not Jaylen. gonna be able to do it. And let me tell you, let me tell you something else you ain't gonna see me do on purpose. Wear gym shoes with a suit. Oh my me. God, that's the that's worst look of all time. That's not me. Jeez, There's that a way to so do it. Corny. There's a certain shoe you can do it with. Jeez. There's a way to do it, and it will look good. But like, you can't just be wearing like Nike Air Force Ones with a suit or like Jordan Ones with a suit. Like I see it too often, and it sticks out. You know what I mean? Like if you're wearing a suit and you got a tie on, get some hard bottoms. Not the time for not the time for gym shoes. Get some hard bombs. There is a way to do it. And I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not saying this unequivocally, you can never do it. But if you're going to do it, there's a way to do it. But a lot of people do it wrong. A lot of people do it wrong. Well, let me tell I'll, I'll tell you the way to do it. You can't be wearing suit slacks. There you go. That's fair. Suit yeah. slacks don't go with gym shoes. Yeah. There's no way around it. Suit slacks do not go with gym shoes. They don't. And just Dude. because you got on some Jordans or some Air Force Ones, that don't mean you fresh. You look crazy. There's certain. I, so you I ain't gonna see your homie doing point. that either. Like there, there are certain shoes that have no markings on them, and they're clean and they're crisp, and I can and like you know, you know, I've seen them before. I don't know what the brand is, but you can buy them at Barney's or whatever. Like those are fine, but but you can't be wearing shoes oh, I you got can play you. basketball in. If you can play basketball Correct. and go for a jog it, in them. If you can play basketball or go for a jog in them, you can't wear them with a tie. Simple as that. And it ain't just men. Women, too, wearing dresses with gym shoes. Like, that ain't fresh. And, and let me just say one other thing I want to say. The lace-ups that you're talking about at Barney's that go with suits, those called Louboutins. Yeah. No, or it's, Gucci's. It's, uh, it's other ones, but yeah. They're clean. Or, uh, yeah, the, yeah. 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 That's what, they what they're called. called. That, those are the call. What are they, Tuts? Common projects, yeah, those ones. Like you can wear those with a suit because they're clean. 
Like, there's nothing on them. There's no swoosh. There's no, like, like you know, big laces. They're not high tops. They're, like, small and clean, and you can, you can wear those with a shoot. But otherwise, no thank you. No but, thank you. Well, because that, that goes back to this aging conversation. That's two things. It's not stylish, and it's what you do when you start to get old. You know what I mean? You, you, you start thinking, like, I'm about to wear these gym shoes because they're comfortable versus you look crazy wearing gym shoes with a suit. Oh, can I say this, though? If you're over, like, 78, you can wear whatever you want. You know what I mean? It just, you can wear whatever you want. You get to a certain age where you just 70s. earned it. You're like, you're like yeah, 70s. Yeah, 70s. 70s. Yeah, 70. You over 70, uh, no rules. 70. No rules. I don't care if you wear pajamas 70. all day. No rules. If you're 70, no, no rules. Question. Uh, no rules. Yeah. No yeah. rules. No rules. No rules. LeBron James named his two favorite albums. One is a Nas album, one is a Jay-Z album. What albums do you think he named? Because you're wrong. I'll tell you that right now. He he would name King's Disease and 444. No. I mean, that's crazy talk. That's crazy. Even Nas would be like, King's Disease? What are you talking about? <laughs> he named so, I'll Rain say the, the obvious. Reason, reasonable doubt. It, re, reason, the ones I got up on this show. Yeah, Reasonable Doubt Illmatic is what you would think. Illmatic, like, if you're going to pick a Nas album, how do you pick It Was Written? Like, it, there's one Nas album that you pick, and it's Illmatic. Like, sometimes you just try to be different, you know what I mean? You just try to be different, try to show that you, like, know stuff and try to be different or whatever, but, like, nah, dog. Like, Illmatic, <laughs> is, a, Illmatic is a perfect piece of art. It's like the Sistine Chapel, Illmatic, and the movie Project X. Those are just perfect, perfect works of art from the human species. I'm surprised by that. I'm not surprised that we get voicemails. Because if you call 985-80-JALEN, you can leave us voicemails. Tomorrow is Friday. We're doing all voicemails, pot exclusive tomorrow. So, if you call 985-80-JALEN right now, you can be on the show tomorrow. But we have a voicemail for today's show. What up, Jalen? What up, Jacoby? This is your boy Love calling from Nashville. I'm trying to get on the pod because I have a very important question. So I need to shout out Reg. Shout out Reg first. All right. I'm listening to the podcast, driving home from work, and I was listening to Jacoby talk about his uh, teammates only leaving $10 on a $40 tip. And I started doing math in my head. I moved the decimal over and I times by two. $8 would have been a 20% tip on a $40 bill. So they tipped 10, so they over 20%. So I need to know, Uncle Jalen, Uncle Jacoby, is 20% not a good tip? Uh, are we supposed to be in the 30, 40% range? Or is it because there were seven of y'all that 20% was not effective for the tipping necessary for the rec league game? All right, please get at me. Cause I'm trying to make sure I'm tipping out here appropriately. I look a lot like Jalen. I don't want to be tipping inappropriately. Love, first of all, great call. I've got a lot of got a lot of thoughts great. on this. And number one, love, you don't need to explain to us that you look like Jalen. We can hear it. You know what I mean? Like we, we, we can hear it, love. I know you're black. Though. I know you are. Okay. <laughs> So I, you know what I love to be honest. Before we were on TV, people used to come up to Jacoby and be like, "I didn't know you I wasn't th- black." I thought you were black. <laughs> before we were on TV, I, I thought, thought you was black. black. <laughs> and then people, also people like, you're, like they're, they're like they didn't know I had a first name. They thought Jacoby was my first name and I was a black man. It's like no, my name is David. If you met my mom and my dad, I'm not just white. Like I'm aggressively white. You know what I mean? Like there's no question. So. And to love, white. <laughs> I want to say this, 20%, 25%, 
which if you're doing the math, is a 25% tip on a 40-10, right? That is traditionally a good tip. However, Mr. Rose has taught me that you need to tip more than that. And another factor you're not taking into consideration, love, and I'm glad you asked is, everyone's got a $40 bill, right? But they gave us free stuff. A round of shots, free. One of these pitchers of beer, free. So when they give you free things, those free things aren't free. What that is is code for the server to be like, I'ma give you some goods from the establishment, and in turn, you're not gonna pay the establishment for those goods, you're going to pay me for those goods. We're not gonna let the establishment take home this money, I'm gonna take home this money. It's a wink wink understanding between the receiver of the goods and the provider of the goods that we're, sometimes we're gonna take something from the house. So that is why you over tip when you receive free things. Thank you for asking, love. Ooh, my brother is, my brother is preaching today. Wow, like, 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 like you stuck the landing on that. And, and, and let me add to that. First off, you gotta let, let me let me rewind. First off, do first the noise. off, you I like, like do the noise, do the noise, off, do the noise, do the noise. First off, you gotta frequent places. Yep. So that ain't the first time that they've been there. I would bet, how many times have y'all been there? Oh, because here's the thing is there's like five or six gyms we play at and we have a bar for every one of those gyms. So when we walk in, Correct. they don't say, hey, how you doing? What do you want? They say, did you win? Correct. And so when you frequent places, always remember this. And I, and I used to love Cheers growing up. Making a way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure will help a lot. And Norm at Cheers, I used to always check him out. My and favorite, I used to appreciate my favorite the television fact. show, my second favorite television show ever. Jalen and Jacoby number one, Cheers number two. I got Cheers up in the studio. The it's just off camera. It's off camera, Correct. but I have Cheers in the studio. It's off camera. In, in the theme song, sometimes you want to go where? Where, Where everybody, everybody knows, knows your name. name. Uh, 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 uh. And, and they're always glad you came. Okay, boom. So if they know your name, right, that means your tip becomes a reflection of who you are. Mm, How you treat preach. the servers become a reflection preach. of who you are. Preach. So if you're going to frequent there and I'm going to know your name and you're going to give me... Uh, you and if you get a bill that's under, say you get a bill that's under a hundred dollars, mm. right? And you wanna and you wanna tip the person twenty percent. That's only twenty dollars. They just served seven people. You know what I mean? Like that that math don't add up. And then the other thing is your tip also becomes your conversation piece when you're not around. See, what y'all don't understand about people that work in the service industry, they remember you bad customers. Oh, they talk about you. They remember you, you oh, bad they talk tippers. about you. And they, they talk, talk about, about your about table. You. They talk yes. about you. So when you come back, they're not in a rush to help you. You try to wonder why, man, we've been sitting here for five minutes and ain't nobody even came to help us out. That's why. 
hey man, every time I order, my order's messed up. That's why. So tipping becomes a part of the honor system that I'm going to take care of you regardless because I appreciate the fact that you're working hard to try to provide me a service. And so therefore, when I frequent here and I tip well, guess what they're going to do? Free shots. I'm going to take this off the bill. You know what? You don't even pay today. You know what? You, you buy yourself. Don't, don't I'm, I'm going to buy those it. fries for you. A, a couple you things, know what I'm Jaylen, saying? Jaylen, I, Jaylen, I'm going to take care of that for you. Very passionate about this. And this is one thing that you've taught me. You know, I don't like to acknowledge the fact that you <laughs> it, it helped my life so much. But I appreciate this. And then we were doing a podcast. And you were like, you're going to be famous. And I was like, no, I'm not, dog. Like, and like, it's just, we're doing a little podcast on, on YouTube. You're like, no, it's going to happen. And here's some ways that you're going to have to move. And I didn't really think it would get to this. You know what I mean? But it's gotten here. And this is one thing that you've done for my life. And I appreciate it. But two things. One thing. Don't you dare. Don't you dare ever, ever, ever take out your phone and open up the calculator application and then try to figure out exactly to the penny what percentage you're giving. If you do that to me, we're not friends anymore. I'm, I'm deleting your number from my phone, I'm blocking you, and I'm never talking to you again if you take out the calculator app and get like 18% to the penny. That bothers me more than anything in the world. Another thing, I'm gonna tell a quick story, Jalen Rose, because I'm passionate about this topic. I used to have a bar by my house where I used to live. And they knew me there. Everyone knew my name. And I, you taught me early on frequent places. So you pick a spot and that's your spot. And one time one of the servers went to the manager and said, guess what? They're not charging him for what he gets. Like she snitched on the whole game. And she snitched on me. And then the manager, the other manager I was cool with, shout out to her, I love her. She came to me and told me about it. She's like, so you're gonna get charged moving forward. And what, what she doesn't understand, this server that snitched on me is, I'm gonna pay $80 regardless. So if you charge me eight, you get a $72 tip. If you charge me 64, you get a $16 tip. Preach. So what are you doing? Preach. Like, what, why are you taking money out of your own pocket and giving it to the owner? If, if, if Jamal owns the place and Kevin is the server, why would Kevin fight for Jamal to get more money? Jamal owns the place. He's fine. I'm trying to give Kevin more money, not Jamal. And what you just said, you talked about, like, funnel it to the people, not the establishment. That's why as the owner of what I'm gonna call a cash business, it's important for that person to be present because mm -hmm. everything you just described is gonna happen at a restaurant, it's gonna happen at a bar, it's gonna be discounts because the understanding is as a server, if the items cost 100 and I charge you 50, then you should give me the other 50 plus that tip. Exactly, That's exactly. the understanding. That's so that works for us, but it don't necessarily work for the owner. And also, it, it's also, and you always say to frequent places, and I'm, I'm talking to Love in Nashville, is this, this is an investment over time. The first time you go to a place, if they give you $40 well worth said. of stuff, they're well not going to charge you eight. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's a relationship that you build. It's not, it's not a one-time thing. If you're in a new city, you've never been there before, I still tip big because my stupid face is on television. But like, you have to, it, you have to frequent places, establish a relationship, and never talk about it. You know what I mean? It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an unwritten rule that is never discussed like a no-hitter in the clubhouse. 
You know what I mean? Like, I will never verbally <laughs> acknowledge that this relationship is happening, but we all know it's happening. And yep. the only person who is losing Correct. is the person that owns the place. If they're rich enough to own the place, they got it. They're fine. And there's nothing wrong with over-tipping. Like, here's what You'll I always say to myself. Like, I give this to you for the people. Sometimes when people thank me, I tell them I'm doing it for the people who don't say please and thank you. I bit that from you. I'm I doing it for the people all the time. Another yep. thing I bite. Jalen Rose and, does this and, too. No, do this one. This one. What? What if someone refuses your tip? What do you say? Oh, I'm gonna fall on the ground and go into convulsions. I'm, I'm gonna create a scene. <laughs> I'm gonna make a scene. I just sold that I'm one from you too. Last Friday, <laughs> last Friday, the spot yeah. I go to, they try to deny my tip. I was like, I'm gonna call ah, a scene. I'm gonna call 911. I'm gonna act like you hit me. I'm gonna break glass. <laughs> like, you don't want that. So you better take this $40 or you're gonna have real problems. Correct. And, and also, think about it like this you're also tipping not only for the people that don't say please and thank you, but for the bad tippers. There are people out here that complain about their service to purposely act like they're not tipping when they're really being cheap. Mm-hmm. And another thing you can do as a tipper, you can give it to the manager. If they say, no, I can't take it, I'm the manager. Say, all right, so spread it out through the staff. That's another thing you can do. Say, all right, I know you can't take it. Then just, just, just give it where it needs to go. Another thing I did, Jalen. Correct. I moved in September. And an inconsiderate person would just move, Right. But you know what? The people that work in the building, they rely on that holiday money. They need that holiday money. And if I move in September, I'm not going to let you give me nine months of service and then get zero dollars in return for it. The doorman, the janitors, the maintenance people. So when on moving day, I went to the bank, which is far away. I got an envelope, got a gang of cash. I went to the guy that runs the building and I was like, make sure you give this as my holiday donation. You know what I mean? Love that. Jalen. Love that. Love that. You know that. what I love? I love love in Nashville. Love in Nashville, give us a call back. You don't have to explain that you're black. We can hear it. I don't know if you know that about yourself, love, but we can hear it. <laughs> we can hear it. I can tell the I can tell the ethnicity of our callers immediately. Within four seconds, I can always tell. All voicemails tomorrow, so call 9580-Jalen. Leave us a voicemail. Our podcast listeners are our family. We appreciate you listening to the podcast. Tell your friends to subscribe to our podcast and build it. We'll be back tomorrow with another dope pod to step two. Why is that, Jalen? Anthony Rose. We're not done. We're not done. We are not done. Got to give the beat.